I'm Kevin Casey. I'm a professional mixed martial arts fighter. And right now, what I'm about to do is issue a warning out to all other competitors. I don't want overs. I just expect them to happen. Fatty's gonna fatty is real. Welcome to this week's edition of the MMA Analysis Podcast. I am your host, Lance Fischel. The podcast, once again, is presented by the Hammer Betting Network, so check them out. Uh, we had a, we had a fun card. I would say that was a, that was a fun card. I, I enjoyed it. It was really good. Main card was finishes all over the place. Some exciting fights, some weirdness. I think it had, uh, everything you want. New show? Eight straight finish, eight straight, eight straight finishes to, to finish the, uh, the card. That's, uh, that's always good. Um, yeah, and there yeah, was it's, there were some on the early too. Oh yeah, yeah. Even like the early, early. There was only there was I think there was only three tied a record for first round finishes. That's that's always yep. fun. Um, yeah, it's 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 always a good night when uh, good cards end up being fun cards because you don't yeah. always get that. Yeah, it, we, we've we've talked about the reverse a bunch where you have a really bad card. That it has a lot of finishes, and I know all of us kind of the same page here of arguing that doesn't make it a good card. It can make it fun, but if fights have no meaning, a finish doesn't really matter. An exciting fight isn't anything that's going to, you know, make it amazing to me. But to your point, when you have a card on paper that looks amazing and then it delivers, it's it's as good as it gets. And I thought the product on Saturday was as good as it gets. And I don't even – were there any bad decisions or anything weird? Like, I don't even think there was anything awful. That even well, there, there was a very weird decision. They apparently got it right, but them changing the scorecards for the yeah. Carolina fight, like, in on camera and shit, people was like, yeah, this – love this the New York Commission. Yeah, this yeah. looks real good after all the betting shit that's gone on here lately, you know. Yeah. I mean, have you ever tried to add 10, 10, and 9 without a calculator? Tough. That, it's a tough go. That, oh, Wes is – how's the game going, Wes? Am I going to cover? Is that jump ball? Who's, who's, Am I going to cover? It's all that matters. Oh, did you bet uh, Michigan State? I don't know. Six and a half? Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, you, you, yeah you're going to cover. <laughs> I mean, no I, okay. No OT land? I, you know I took some money line and a parlay with a little Corey, Corey Anderson <laughs> Friday night. Of course. I do like Corey Anderson. Uh, yeah, they, yeah, it sucks to go from uh, getting plus 150 to now juice, but like – It's 200. Him, him in, a, in a Kentucky money line parlay was just golden to me. I had to – if we hold on here, I guess. We just got the ball. So 15 seconds left. They're going to have to foul us. Good. All right, uh, let's go through the fights from Saturday night, and then we'll head over to Fight Night card. And we were talking earlier uh, in the week. This is kind of the last bad card, I would say, coming up. And, and there's some fun fights on this card. It's not the worst card I've ever seen. We've definitely had a lot worse in the last in the last month. But the fight cards for December are fantastic. So we do have a lot of good stuff coming. But jumping into last week, looking at the prelims first. Uh, See, pull it up. Starting the way heavy division, we have Carlos Olberg just absolutely smashing Nikolai here. First round knockout, pretty vicious one there. Then we had bandway division Montel Jackson defeating Julio Arce. This was kind of the uh, one of the this was 
one or two bad fights. This was this is one of them. There was just nothing. There was nothing here. Uh, Neither of them were Michael throwing. Jackson's kind of an enigma. Yeah, not much there. Uh, no. Michael Chizana defeated uh, Choi Sung Woo, knockout first round. Um, I, I think Brett was it Brad that was big on this on the Korean fella. Someone liked him. I don't even. And I can't was. remember. I know. I think- uh, I know doesn't. I talked about looking at the under and then passed. Like I'm a yeah, fucking I, idiot. I, 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 I like Choi. was all over that. Yeah, I like Choi too. I think Brad Brad did too. Uh, but yeah, I love, love the under in this fight. It was like plus money, I think. Like that was, wow. yep. that was madness. Yeah, Trezano's a nut job. And like it was, I, I think what the UFC has been missing and they, it's getting a little bit out there is, is the hometown guys. Is guys fighting in front of their home crowd and big crowds, and we haven't we haven't seen as much because really they're fighting in what four or five places over yeah. the last two years, and you could just see some of these New York guys just kind of they they like Matt Favela, Trezano, some of these guys kind of came out, and there is something to that about fighting at home, fighting in front of these big crowds, and the UFC did announce that it looks like they're going away from the Apex uh, next year, which is great. Uh, I I think the Apex did its it was weird to me they still went to the Apex. I started thinking, like, the economics of it. Like, maybe the UFC so doesn't make Whoa. a lot of money off fight nights. Like, there's not a good return there. Because it doesn't make sense why everyone's been back for years, right? And UFC still did Apex all year. Because it's it's cheaply made content. Like, it doesn't Dirt matter. Cheap. The ESPN right. deal is the ESPN deal. They're getting the money regardless. So. You give up a little bit of ticket sales, but then you don't have to travel. You don't have to pay for hotels yeah. and all that shit. You don't um, have to put on good fight cards. Because yeah, you just you're having up. them at the apex, yeah. and and that, nobody's going. <laughs> that that is true, and you'd have to think like if these fight night cards that they're doing because they I'll say this they to the point maybe because they're not doing stuff in person they're doing or they're doing it at the apex so they're not putting fight night cards that has that, I think that is the main reason why the cards have gotten worse because. You look at these pay-per-view cards. Let's look at this card Stacked. here. Look at even the prelims, right? Like the prelims are guys that could be, you know, easily main card guys on fight night cards. And then you, you look at it. There's three main events on this card. There's three fight night main events that you could have done on this card. Like you tell me Mike Poirier versus Chandler couldn't headline an ESPN card. It, it would, but they haven't been doing easy. that because they don't care about ticket sales. But once they starting back into these markets – we're not going to have to have fight cards with insert random women's fight or hell love the guy black beast versus Spivak as a main event. Like that is not a card that's going to have a fight night in person going to sell out. You need a Poirier Chandler. You need some kind of a big fight. So it'd be interesting to see how, how it changes going into next year. Cause for me, and I think all of us will complain about cards, but I don't like an off weekend. And I know Wes is very on board with this. Like, we'd rather have shitty UFC cards than no cards. And I don't need a break. I don't need a week off. And what happens is fine. It's it's whatever. But, like, I'd rather have Rodriguez versus Lemos on a Saturday than no card. So I guess that's – but we'll see how they move it around with pay-per-views. Because the pay-per-views have been absolutely stacked. But I don't think they've really changed, like, pay-per-view buys – because of it, I think the pay-per-view market is kind of set up where it's who are the top two fights. You know what I mean? Like, it, like having you know Dan Hooker, Claudio Puelas in the pay-per-view or whatever. That's not going to bring it buys. So I think they do change that strategy next year. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, we'll, we'll, 
We'll still get let's hope, we'll still we'll let's still hope. get some fight night cards that they just hopefully it's, less of them. They'll be better. Less. I, I think yeah. they'll be better. And I think the Chandler Poirier is kind of a perfect example of where if they were trying to sell tickets to an event, they already had a main, they already had a co-main. Poirier Chandler on this one, that could have been moved to main event in a fight night card in I mean, insert city. Yeah, that's I mean that's that fight is maybe even pay-per-view main event level. That's a could be. Could serious be. fight, just, you know. Just in general, I don't think if they're trying to sell tickets, they're going to put these top three fights on the same card. And yeah, we've been no. seeing that, like, all these pay-per-views, where it's like the third, fourth card down, it's like, hold like down. They've been, yeah, they've been doing that for a few years now to where, because we've complained about that, to where we get a stacked pay-per-view, and then it's like yeah. shit for three months. Yep. So. But it makes sense because they don't care about the fight night cards. To some point, they still get their money from ESPN. Viewership mm-hmm. is not the is not what they care about. They care about people buying ESPN Plus, which they're going to do if they want to buy the pay per view. So for them, it doesn't fucking matter if they're not selling tickets. Now they start selling tickets, then it matters. So I think what, going back and saying is better for fans. What's wild is uh, at this point now they do sell quite a few tickets to the apex for those cards and they're apparently insane prices i know but yeah. but uh, I, it's not like a, not it's like not a fight fi- or whatever yeah it's not, not 18 gonna, it's not the yeah. same as 10 15 000 yeah no cards. doubt no doubt yeah. but they were they were getting their money for those cards like I, they, they were, were doing paying a, for expenses with the apex stuff but there there must be a reason where the return is not they must have just been – maybe it's not because the return's bad on fight night cards. It's probably more so because they just wanted to see if stacking pay-per-views in the first couple of years of this yeah. can can boost up ESPN Plus subscriptions. And now the UFC is thinking, okay, let's go back to the business because they make a shit ton of money. You guys have been to those cards. A lot of seats, expensive to sit close, concessions is expensive, beer is expensive, merchandise. Like they make money on those fight night cards. Oh, yeah. So the fact that Dana already said they're going back to that I think is a good thing for us. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Kovacavich defeated Gomez. Who cares? Matt Frivola defeated Ottman. Azatar, I lost that one. I was way the fuck off. I didn't see Frivola fucking deading Ottman. Dead. But he he did, man. And then he's calling out fucking Patty Pimblet. Can random nobody stop fucking calling out Patty Pimblet? If you get selected and win the lottery. They know it's easy money. They they know know it's it's easy money. And they want to get paid a bit. I think Patty fucking sleeps Frivola. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't know, man. I think Gordon's a much tougher fight than Frivola. Regardless, the the return on the investment is way higher if they do win those fights than fighting an an Azatar. Yeah, it's just it's so, just annoying. That it's annoying, it's, but that's what happens when you have shittier fighters that are high profile. It's people are gonna you know, call them out. for a long time. Still a little bit. It's Ottman. There's been so many guys that it's 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 frustrating and annoying. Like, sorry, Matt Frivola. Nobody cares. But overall thoughts on the early prelims. Anything to add there? I don't think so. I, th- I think Alberg uh, can be fun if you're going to run at him. And, and and if you don't, then it becomes boring. Yeah. All yeah right. um, well, I, I was just going to say about Montel Jackson. I, can this dude, like, Throw some some offense. Neither of them are throwing though. He just looked, but he looks like he should be fucking otherworldly if he would just fight. If he can't, if he can't take you down, it it becomes boring. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, that 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 was. And I'll say, Trejano and Troy, props to those dudes. Like 
can we don't never talk about cutting Trezano. I don't care if he loses five in a row. Let that dude six, fight. Six knockdowns in Trezano's last two fights. Yeah, let that dude fight. I don't I don't yeah. I don't care. Agreed. You need action, guys. All right, moving up to the next set of prelims. Middleweight, my boy, Andre Petrovsky defeated Wellington Terman. Uh, saw a lot of guys doubt my boy again. This dude just – there's been some three, some third-round type guys. It's the same thing. This is rinse and repeat. You think he's gassed. You think he's going to lose. And then all of a sudden, he's ten times fresher than the, his opponent in the third round. I understand level of competition and all that, but I think it's because he gets tired when he strikes. He gets tired when he's moving forward and striking. He doesn't seem tired at all when he's grappling, which is the reverse for most people, but it makes sense for wrestling. It's the muscles, how you do it. This guy's a third-round fucking monster after gassing out after every five minutes, and his his entries in his takedowns might be top five in the sport right now, how he, his entries on takedowns. he's He sets them up well. He finishes well. I've been ta- You guys probably heard me talking about this for 10 years. Why do we not see guys do high-cross takedowns more? Trotsky likes the high crotch. Respect it. I've been saying that for over 10 years. Why do we not see more high crotch entries? And Trotsky does that. Impressive. Yeah, if you can't stuff his takedowns, you're going to be in a lot of trouble for basically at least two of the rounds. Uh, yeah. he, he might take the second off if he needs a bit of a breather, but he, like <laughs> you said, he, he grinds through and he, he gets it done. At some point, he's going to fight somebody that has a little more takedown defense and then he might get a little tired because he has to strike, and then 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 people have a shot against him. But against these lower level guys, he's he does what he does. I I thought this was a a, a pretty decent win. Uh, like it's still the turn, man, but he's not like some like total dumpster. Like that was a decent mm-hmm. win. Um, mm-hmm. Yep. Lance is Lance is right though. Like there's not many dudes that's like got. Petrosky's like sub pedigree, like he's ridiculous on the mat. That can offensive fucking wrestle like that. That that knows what he wants to do, can get a dude down. Um, he he's a he's a problem, man. I Sean's right though. There there, it's gonna come a time here real soon where a dude's got fifteen minutes of cardio and it's gonna fucking light his ass up in the second round, and we're not gonna be seeing that third round Petrovsky second win shit. Um, I I don't know. He, he's talked about it like I Lance has too. We watched him since his tough season. He's talked about working on his cardio, man. I just dudes that are built like Petrovsky aren't built for fucking cardio. It's but he's just won never every third round in the I, I get it. I get as it. As long but, as he can get a takedown because his I, cardio is not gonna be there if it's on the feet. That's gonna yeah. that's gonna end soon. And dudes, there's gonna be dudes that are just less gassed than him in the third that can still scrap. Um just guys like Petrovsky, the way they're built and the way he fights just aren't built for 15 minutes of all out fucking shit, man. He just, I don't know if he's ever going to have that. Uh, it's, it's fun though. That dude's awesome. Embrace it. I always say if you have bad cardio and you've worked on it and you can't get better, embrace it and just go fucking try to kill people. I I love, the, to love the over in that fight. I, I, I wish I would have took the goes the distance because I don't know. I, I thought Petrovsky could get a later a lighter sub. And I, I guess, I mean, he almost had a couple, man. He, he's ridiculous on the mat. Yep. All right. Aaron Blanchfield defeated Molly McCann. I think, yeah, nothing to add here. Best part of this fight, best part of this fight was seeing uh, Portnoy squirm. Yeah. $10,000 get oh, they, out of his, 
account. That was Who the best part, seeing his girl just get absolutely run over. Big big cat number like cage side and shit, and just yeah. their their girl gets absolutely. We I knew love it was some coming. big cat though. Love some big cat. Jesus Christ, this fucking. All right, Ryan Span defeated Reyes. I was wrong on this one. I think you guys did. You guys both have a pizza span. I had span. No, nah, I had I had Reyes. <laughs> Reyes yeah. man, I was. I, I think I think even betting Reyes, I think I knew this was a possibility. But man, he just looks. He doesn't need to fight anymore. Oh, like he just looks so lost. I don't think there's no need for him for him to fight anymore. So anyway, Moicano uh, defeated Brad Riddell, uh sub for Sean. This is this was my favorite bet on the card. Tried to convince Brad Munich. He ditched our boy Moicano. Didn't go with it, but he looked fantastic. Equally, Riddell looked awful. He did say he's taking a step away. Some people said, yeah, his chin's gone. To me, it wasn't the chin. The chin was the the end result. What was bad is he's scared to throw, and he's very slow now, and he looked he looked bad. He looked real bad. So, Yeah, that, that, was, was, that was the ghost of Brad Riddell, and that just might be who he is after kind of getting fucked up yeah. the last couple he, times out. Yeah. Um, but uh, is awesome to watch. Whether whether he's losing or winning, it's it's usually a fun time. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I said that night too. Like he's still like early thirties. Like he's fought. He's just been in some wars. He he's made it to like those top five dudes a few times, and he just couldn't he couldn't get over that hump. Like he's still young, man. That dude is very very skilled. Like he's just tremendously skilled. We'll see. You know, uh, there's there's some tough fucking guys in that that division. So we'll see. He'll yeah. he'll get another chance though. Like he's gonna fight top five dudes again. It's gonna happen. Lightweight going to the main card. Lightweight division. Dan Hooker defeated Claudio Puelas. TKO body kick. I had the under here, and I was getting uh, not happy for for a minute, but we got there with the under. Uh, with a but looked like dive is the wrong term because it wasn't like a fix. He quit. That kick that landed, they were like, oh, the toes, right? That shit barely fucking grazed him. He was like, I'm done with this shit. I don't want to fight anymore. And just an absolutely embarrassing performance. Just horrible. And Dan Hooker did not look good at all. Hooker did not look good. Yeah, we, we might catch a good number on, on whoever he we're fights going next. To. We're going to. Um, yeah, yeah that, was, that was ugly to watch. I, I tweeted it out. I was like, in, unless these leg lock guys get you in the first couple minutes of a fight it's fucking horrible to watch yep um, yeah he's butt scooting all over the place like that was extra like he was there's been some guys bad. that are flopping around and stuff like that he was the worst and yeah. like just taking okay. his sweet ass time getting up like i wish they would have just de like and he, he wasn't getting i thought up he was going to stop him too it was our close. boy our boy magic said it though at some time this week after the fights like we all saw like Plellis is horrible like he's not, he's not good. Like Dan Hooker's not great, but man, that I, I was on Hooker too, and and uh, some under. Like that was a crazy line on Dan Hooker. Like I, I don't know what people were seeing, and I guess they well, those could catch him. Um, but I mean, Dan Hooker obviously has good uh, leg lock defense. And, but like, th- there was a chance there. He, he got the leg once. He was like sometimes. Th- the Hooker look didn't on, look very the, the look on no. Hooker's face is like this dude's got no, no and care. and that's that just shows you the difference. Like Dan Hooker is who he is right now, but like there's just tiers of guys that have been in some shit, and he just fights yeah. through it. Whereas guys below him, you know, might do some stupid shit when a guy's got their leg and and then get tapped out. 
Yeah, it's yeah. it's different when a dude is a leg lock guy or a submission dude. Like you got to worry a whole lot less about getting caught in one yeah. of those fucking legs. Like there's very few few dudes that can just pull that off at will against anybody. This Not dude is some shit guys. Yeah, well, shit dudes. It, shit it only dudes. works on low level guys. When was the last time you saw a super high level guy outside of when Poyeris was fucking juiced out of his mind, yeah. ripping people's limbs out of there? <laughs> but like. High level guys just are usually not going to get caught by that. So, if anyone that's well trained is, is not. But, all right, Bandway Division, Chris Gutierrez defeated Frankie Edgar, knockout first round. I almost played, didn't, I, I was about to click on doesn't go the distance on this bet. And I knew that meant I was picking against Frankie Edgar dying. <laughs> I, the button. I couldn't do it. Uh, but I don't think there's much to add here. We can kind of speed through this one. But, end of, end of the era for Frankie, one of my all time favorite fighters. Frankie was really probably my first favorite fighter. Uh, I love the guy. He's, He's awesome. So happy for him to finally get out because it was it was well past due. Yeah, just sadness. Uh, these old guys hang on too long, and they start getting flatlined by guys that would not even touch them at, at a good part of their career. Yeah, I like it, that. Uh, when we do podcasts, I just this is where I work. It's like my office, and I'll come in the morning, and they're just like beer cans. <laughs> on the floor when I'm coming when I get in here at like seven to start working. <laughs> um I will I will say about Frankie, I, I I remember back when when he first came and I, I think what he accomplished early on at one fifty five when that dude was absolutely naturally a featherweight uh was was pr- pretty incredible. For Frankie's an, an all timer man. He he's a he's a great um definitely one that that hung on way too long man it took some there's they just can't do it it's sad to watch i i talked the other night too it's it's been going on about 10 years now i think for me maybe even a little bit longer of watching dudes i've watched for so long none of them have gone out great maybe maybe george may that that might be like the only dude come back win a belt and then yeah. say fuck it again not take any bad every all of the other ones i can't remember one that hasn't like not gotten just absolutely fucked up on their way out. What about my dude Koscheck? He went out. He went out looking pretty good. He got knocked out by a bunch of random dude. That was my least favorite of all the guys I liked. Going to Bellator. Koscheck. Yeah. Then he goes to Bellator. Some dude without a Wikipedia page just murders him. Like, oh, you poor bastard. And then Rumble. Fucking Rumble. Oh, how horrible was that? And we still yeah, don't know we what happened. Yeah, we didn't really talk about it. Yeah, I, well, He's Man, been he sick, up, they said, for the Hos- like a Hoskins year lymphoma. So. Yeah, he ended up getting was, Hoskins lymphoma. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. Was it released? really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They put they finally released the information. Yeah, he's been battling it for like a year or so. Oh damn. I, I thought it, it was something with the weight cuts and his and all that shit. And just all the years of that bad shit, but now he ended up getting Yeah, but MMA guys still don't cut like like if it was anything, it'd be from his wrestling days. Well, I mean, like, I'm just saying three times it's, a week. Like it's been years and years of Rumble. I doing mean, he that was shit. a one seventy er. Yeah, I mean, he did it for so long. If there kind was of. there was a guy that started showing problems, you know, at forty of that shit, it would have been Rumble. But yeah, it's yeah. sad, man. I, I know. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it fighting because I'm I've done that for so long that I've kept trying to keep dudes personal shit because a lot of them are shit bags and Rumble's got his shit too but Rumble will go down as one of the most feared fucking 
knockout dudes that we've ever yep. seen in MMA. Yep. Period. Just oh period. yeah, and he's he's one of the uh, you know there's uh, uh, for for someone young like someone I I love as an athlete and love watching fight like we're still young enough where we don't see a lot of our favorite athletes die. Like we're still yeah. young. Right. Yeah. So we don't see a lot of that. And there's only been a few that I've like someone I've watched a ton really like that have passed away. And it, it is sad. And like, yeah, rumble had a few of those incidents out, outside the cage, you know, it's happened that, but the one thing about rumble is he never bought into the, the MMA like hate. And he never had fake animosity. And like, if you hear the stuff, and even before he like passed away, he was he was loved by fighters. Like, he didn't have any mm-hmm. fake heat. He was always joking around. He was, you know, nice and and all that. It, come it in there and he, knock you out. And that's that's the game. Yeah, and he was always respectful and and all that. So that that does suck. Um, hate to see it. But anyway, lightweight division: Dustin Poirier, Michael Chandler. Uh, we do have to speed through these next couple real quick to get to the fights, but um, absolute banger of a fight. I thought that second round, I was like, this 190, it's there. It's looking it's looking yeah. mighty fine right now with Mike Chandler. Like, A, I don't know how Poirier survived those big punches in the first round. Chandler hits harder than maybe any lightweight I've ever seen, and he landed fucking clean on Dustin's chin. And Dustin's been in some wars and, and all that. Dustin fucking ate him, and then Chandler survives, and then what a crazy fucking fight, and it ends up being a grappling wrestling mistake that costs him. Double overtime? Fuck, that's how you lose At least your team total's going to hit, right? Yeah. It was? (laughs) Anyway, anything to add on on, on Poirier Chandler? Wild fight. Just an awesome wild fight. I I took Chandler round one. We had the consensus of Chandler, and... Close. Yeah, there's a bunch of spots there where uh, where we we thought we were gonna cash, and then just Chandler went full Chandler and made a dumb mistake and was tired and gave it up. Kind of don't feel bad. He was being pretty greasy in there. Some some, some fish yeah, hooks. Man. Some if fucking, you ain't fish you know, hooking, you ain't trying. Spitting <laughs> and snot bot or. Hitting well, snot bubbles at 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 him and shit. Like that's that. I don't I I don't consider that any kind of dirty there because that that's happened for decades in fighting to where dudes. That's pretty blatant fighting. one though. That it was was I don't was, I don't was, care. We watch dudes. <laughs> we watch dudes hold hold their cuts open over dudes' faces <laughs> and drip down forever. I, I will say about Chan. I, I bet him here too, and I I thought I we all cashed that so many times over, but. Uh, he he did an interview today uh, talking about, you know, his wins and losses in in, in the UFC in, in particular. And um, I think he's spot on. He, he's he's like, even when I lose, like I, I make people feel something when I fight. Yeah. And that is if there's one dude, look at the guys he's fought since he come to the UFC. The, the who's who of all violence. What, what, what our boy Kaposa says, the all violence weight. Fucking yeah. weight class in, in the in the sport. He's fought them all, and he's won some. He's lost some, but every single one of them, you're talking about that fight for weeks, for months, till his next fight. Yeah. That that dude is insane. He is he, absolutely insane. Without winning a belt, he did more with his time in the UFC to this point than I could have ever imagined. Because I, you know, 
we all watched a lot of Belcher. We saw all his fights, and Chandler had some exciting fights. And they said in the broadcast, he's always been this exciting. Like Chandler had a run where he was not excited. Nah, he, he used to he used to wrestle like a lot, <laughs> yeah. a lot. But like I, he made he didn't take any shortcuts. He fought the toughest guys at all time. He took he took every fight, and then he went to fucking war. And he'll he will be remembered for that. I don't know how many fights Chandler's got. He's getting up there. He's what thirty six. Yeah. But, I mean, he doesn't look washed. Like, the same things that get him in trouble now are what got him in trouble way back when, like with the cardio and just, you know, going too quick. But that's what makes him fun. So right. I, I thoroughly enjoy Michael Chandler. And fucking Dustin Poirier is a bad motherfucker. There's imagine, adding, imagine adding, like, Gagey and Chandler to the roster, like, back-to-back in those couple years when those yeah. two dudes came out. That Amazing. Just, and they are probably the two most exciting fighters in the division I, and yep. maybe in the sport, you know. Yep. I'm in the minority here, but I don't want any good guys in other orcs. Call me crazy, right? Like, I watch Bellator. I watch PFL. I'm fine with PFL as the washed up thing. I'll still watch it. It's <laughs> yeah, fun to watch. Then they, should, then they should pay them. Then they should pay them. Like, if I'll you fight. Watch, yeah. And, like, I'll watch Bellator. I'll watch Corey Anderson. Whatever. It's great. I don't want to see, like, fucking McKee in Bellator. I want to see him fight guys that are good. I hate that the entire Pitbull's career is completely right. wasted. We'll never see Patricio in the UFC. And if he does eventually get there in two years, he'll be washed. I hate that. I want to see the best fight the best. The same reason I fucking hate live golf. I want to say I want to see the best players playing the best players. It's the same thing here. And I, I hate it. I'm not, not getting a big tangent, but like what if we would have had Gaethje and Chandler for an extra six, seven years, you know? Yeah, you're – I think I, I actually agree with you there, but I think they should be paid. And if they were if they were paid properly in the UFC, you would have all of the top talent in the UFC. Um, guys yeah. like AJ McKee are going to make millions of dollars to fight in Bellator. Justin Gagey just collected million-dollar checks in PFL. There's a reason. Um, yep. I, I agree with you, though. Like, NFL players – NFL players get paid the most. They they all play again. They're the best. They get paid the most. They play in the best league. We maybe one day we'll see that. Yep. And it's funny, like the PJ versus Lib thing. It's like the same argument as this, except the exact opposite. PGA players are already some of the most wealthy and high paid paid athletes in the entire world. But Lib is paying them like three hundred million dollars to go play there with fucking terrorist money. Anyway, stupid. uh, Zhang, Zhang defeated Carla. Submission, second round. Everyone saw it coming. No big deal. Let's move on. Midway division. Alex Pajara defeated Israel Adesanya. Adesanya up 3-1, going to the fifth, and gets fucking dead. I've never been happier to lose a bet <laughs> in my entire life. I think I cheered when I lost that bet. I think I jumped up and went like this. I was so <laughs> fucking happy. Adesanya, he did what he did. Like A lot of people talk about his aggression and he was going to be more aggressive in this and all that. He wasn't. He he's the same Adesanya. I think I think people have to understand. Yes, he's technically gifted, and honestly, I'd probably pick him if they had a rematch. I'd probably pick him again. Uh, he got he got he got hurt in the end, and he got caught and finished. But this is not an exciting fighter. This is a point fighter. That is who he is. That is what he is. He cannot be exciting. He just can not do it. All the highlights they show from ten years ago. That's just Adesanya. When he's at his best, he's played Ten fighting. years ago? What do you mean? Like, he's had great – he's had some good He's been fights. in the UFC for, like, three years. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, yeah, and fought, last, 
like the Apollo one. fight, the Gasolum fight, Whitaker, one of the Whitaker fights. Like he's had some good. I thought this fight was good. I, I thought. I know Lance is a hater. He's gonna think everything. It, right, this fight was not good. First of all, so the there was exciting moments in this fight. There was a few exciting moments. The very end of the first round, and then the finish. There was very few interesting moments in the second, the third, and the fourth round. It was mostly Adesanya being Adesanya, except he wrestled for a little bit. And if you look at Cannonade fight, boring. Whitaker fight, boring. Vittori fight, boring. Uh, Jan fight, he lost. Paulo fight, fighting a, a dumpster, he looked good there. Yoel <laughs> fight, awful. Whitaker fight, he won by knockout. Like, he has to date back. Like, he hasn't really been exciting since he was fighting bums. And this is just who he is. He fights boring. Whitaker and Costa are bums now. And, and fucking Gaslam, who almost so beat him. Gaslam almost one. beat him. Brought like an insane that performance was, out that, of him. Was, that was a great fight. And I think I think after that, it was after the Whitaker knockout. Like the OL fight was bad. Then he had Costa, which I think that was his overmatched. Since that Costa fight, every single fight he's had has been bad. Every single one. Look, Five fights you. in a row now. To you. I, I, yeah, I, I will everyone. say is talking about how boring he is. I'm gonna be exciting this time. Just kidding. Hey, look, he 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 is what he is, and he's not gonna put himself. I mean, he he's a superior fucking technical striker than any of these dudes. He's not gonna put himself in like these wars just to make people like uh, think he's exciting and shit. I thought this wasn't it was an okay fight. Um, it played out pretty much how I thought it would. I thought Pereira had to do that to win the fight. I didn't think it would take until, you know, uh, that long. But, you know, props to Izzy. Uh, props to Pereira. Um, props to our boy fucking Glover who gets his first world champion out of the garage. And and gave, like, the, the corner speech after the fourth round was an all-timer. Uh, great to watch. I've watched it multiple times. Um but all that, even calling prayer here, I think uh, I think our boy Mason released uh, a rematch line of Izzy down at like minus one fifty this time. I tell you what, if Izzy was anything lower than that, minus one forty or something like that, I would be on Izzy in the rematch. I, yeah. I I think that he dominated almost every minute of that fight, and yeah. you know I. I thought Pereira was going to have to land one to get it, but I didn't think it would be that hard for him to to land on Izzy. It was like it. It took Izzy making a slight mistake in that fourth round. Um, in Pereira, the fifth round, you're in the fifth round. Pereira only needs one. It's always going to be the like scary that. part. I, I just with that kind of price though, like if you're giving me Pereira upwards of plus one seventy five and stuff, that's that's different. If the fight's going to be closer to you know an even price fight. Got to take the way more skilled guy. Izzy's absolutely more skilled than Pereira, but glad to get that one right. Uh, happy for Glover, man. Hopefully the Glover fight, gets his belt back. The fight sucked, though. If, if, let's say the ending doesn't happen. Let's say the fifth round is Adesanya circling, jabbing, way kick, stuff like that. Do you say it's a good fight? I mean, I'm just – we're I don't know. We're different. I, I enjoy, like, kickboxing and shit, though, and stuff, so – I enjoy boxing a lot more than most MMA fans, so I can watch a. Boring. I mean, a, you you say that, but also if if he would have finished him in the first round, it would have been an awesome exciting. to add on to the list, and he almost fucking did it. So, exciting. Exciting. 
Pereira. I mean, you you thought you thought Asanya was minus eight hundred. You should have been minus eight hundred. So we can't really take too much. Well, of I always like talk you. like that. I say lots of things. Um, Let's just say that Pereira is a fucking well can knock out any fucking body in that division, or could be taken down by somebody and probably and fucking worked over. Like I like Chimiev should be like begging. You want to give Chimiev a belt like right now? Make that fight tomorrow. And Chimiev is yeah. a fucking well, he's a champ. It, it's funny. I, I, Aaron was arguing with people. Bronster was arguing with people on, on Twitter and stuff and this and this. And he said something like, "Yeah, but the first grappler that beats him uh, or ref fights him will beat him." And it's like, yeah, <laughs> probably. That's that's like, where my like, money would and, be. And he got this big Twitter yeah. battle that felt bad for him, but it's like. Yeah, I mean, if I look at this middleweight division, like, fuck, even some guys, like, you tell me, if, like, fucking a guy like Usman, like, can go, like, he'll, he'll out-grapple him. Like, there's guys at 170, there's guys at 185, like, there's a bunch of guys that can just out-grapple this man. Like, he can't, and Adesanya, him stopping an Adesanya takedown doesn't, doesn't fucking impress me. Like, give me a break. So, I don't know, it, it'll be interesting to see. Wild comeback. Uh, just, just one more thing. Like 2022, we've had three fifth round comebacks in title fights. The challenger won all of them, right? It was Leon Edwards. Uh, this one, what was the other one? What's the other one? I thought there was, I thought there was a third. Oh, I guess oh, the, the Yuri. Third. It was Yuri. Oh, Yuri. Yeah. Cause Glover was up. The three belts changed hands when the guy with the belt was, was gonna win on the way to winning, dominating yep. too. Not even like, not even. Like, I guess Yuri Both. Glover was probably the closest one, but Glover was still like way up. In yeah, that if fight. if Glover survives, he wins on the scorecards. That's all he had to do is survive the fifth round, and that's the same as all those other guys. And they lost. How fucking wild is that? I mean, the funny, the, how great the UFC is right now um, with the champions and titles and stuff. There is only one division right now that I would say has a dominant champion. Like, there's not a single division outside of featherweight where I would be surprised if four months from now the guy's not holding the belt. You couldn't say that even six months ago. Like, with Adesanya, with Usman, with Dubronx. Like, now there's there's so many guys that, like, are holding belts that could lose, and we'd be like, okay. All the dominant is changing of the card. <laughs> like, U- Usman fights Edwards tomorrow. Usman's, you know... Like all, a lot of these dudes, a lot of yeah. It's it's kind of all, and he even Makachev. Yeah, I know he took like, very impressive. He beat Dubronx, who still looks fucking undubronx like. But like, would you even if he fights a guy? I don't know any of these fucking guys with the power they have and stuff. Like he fights a Chandler. You tell me Chandler, like he's not obviously with the loss, but like someone like Poirier or Chandler, like someone could catch this guy. Like it wouldn't shock you if any of these fucking guys lost at this point, which. Great for fans. But anyway, let's move on to the fight night card. We took more time doing recaps than we ever have That's ever That's fine, so. though, because we are going to rip through yeah. this, yeah. especially 30. the first, like, six fights. Wes? Oh, I got some that I got some that I'm, I don't have sh- I don't have shit to say, so we're good. Sean was giving me shit about talking too much in the recaps and early on and stuff on shows. And I go, yeah, but I give 10-second breakdowns. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it evens out. All right, let's start in the women's flyweight division. Natalia Silva versus Teresa Bieda. You, Sean? They're both terrible. 
I will actually take the favorite in Tablet Master, but no chance in hell I would be betting there. All right, Wes. Yeah, fuck this fight. I'm I'm taking the dog in in Tablet Master. Likes the check. Doesn't go the distance. I'm betting this fight. <laughs> I'm, I, I, I am I'm betting a kickoff women's fight. So the doesn't doesn't go is plus one fifty. Silva had wins by sub in the first round most of her fights. She has ten uh, ten finishes in the, her thirteen wins, and also she quits. She's a big quitter. She's quit in three of her fights, gotten finished there. And this other chick has finished a good chunk of her fights and has those arm bars and stuff. Between them, they have like ten fucking arm bars. This is gonna be a women's MMA finish. Doesn't go the distance. Plus one fifty. No idea who these chicks are. I've been betting some women's unders and women's doesn't go the last three or four months. It's working out. Armbar from guard changes things. So I will be betting this. Doesn't go the distance. All right. Bandwidth division. Brady Hailstand versus Fernie Garcia. These guys suck. You guys skip the first hour and a half of this card. I might have to leave. Dushan? This is, I know. I'm sorry, Wes. Um, you lose? Yeah. Dude, we lost to... Out, out. Is it over? Yeah. We lost to Stetson, Troy, yeah. You're down you bad. <laughs> You're down bad. Maybe maybe this would be the, the push you need to get fucking fuckface out of there. Dude, it's, it's November 15th, and we're eliminated from the NCAA tournament. <laughs> like I, I know I know that dude can recruit from time to time, but God damn, he's just... Great he recruit. Well, also, our guy who was supposed to be our best player and our best recruit got suspended for the NCAA for someone buying a flight for him when he was a junior in college. He lives in Spain, and he was told it was okay. So they bought a flight for him, and they said it was fine. And then they go, actually, it might not be fine. So his mom repaid the money, and the NCAA was like, you're suspended a year. When they have NIL. The NCAA should be shut down. Like They shouldn't even Uh, exist at this point. So anyway, we suck ass. All right, new Sean Brady. I, I got nothing on this fight. Both these guys have lost to very, very low level fighters. So I guess I'll pick the dog and tout master. This is another terrible fight that you should not care about. Wesley. Yeah, but you know me, I'm, I've already skipped. Here we go. Fight, so um, I think he stand is just kind of bad. Like I, I, I watched him on tough. Uh, he, he trains with some decent dudes with Kies and stuff out in the Pacific Northwest, but I just, man, losing to Tercios like that, who we'll talk about later, I think it's just absolutely horrible. Um, look, Fernie's going to come forward. He's going to put the pressure on. I think if uh, he can keep this up on the feet, uh, he's got a pretty good chance of uh, taking some rounds on, on he stand here. Uh, he stand has got some okay, um, you know, I wouldn't say submissions, but grappling and stuff um, is wrestling. Is not good? That's why I think this stays on the feet and Fernie just uh, wins this on output. Um, so man, it, I think it's plus plus one thirty-five out there right now. I'm probably going to take a very small shot on Garcia. Definitely the pick for me. I, uh, I'm not going to bet this fight, but I side with Wes's reasoning. If you lose to Ricky Tercios, you're probably not very good, and I don't know much about Fernando Garcia, but seen High Sam fight a few times. He's not very, he's not very good. Not to get started to the card, but I get taking the plus money here. I'll probably pick Garcia in Top Master, which I think I'm like top five right now. 
because of my, it? my women's MMA prowess. Just I, I didn't check. I haven't checked since the last fight, which I got wrong with Dadasanya. But I was like top five, so maybe we'll see. But yeah, I don't blame you, Wes. But I'm gonna pass on this one because nope. All right, then we got the uh, women's strongweight <laughs> division. Vanessa Demopoulos, she's the stripper, right? Is that yeah. right? Yep. Yeah. Versus Maria Oliveira. Fucking what a start to this card! Just absolute bangers. All banger after banger, yeah. baby. <laughs> oh, yeah, Wes, have you booked like... your hotel for Vegas yet? Nah, not yet. Not yet. Get in there. Circuit fills up quick, man. Do you have the I dates? Know. Yeah, I know. I got the dates and everything. Yeah. Wait, get in terrible, there. terrible yeah. low-level women's fight. Uh, probably going to be close. I'll take the dog. Who is Demopolis right now? Sweet, fun fight, Wesley. Yeah, horrible fight. Got nothing. I'll take the dog in as a pick. It's basically like a pick him now, huh? Yep. Yeah. I looked at this one. It, it didn't fit my women's under, uh, my women's under plays I've been making. So it's going to be a pass for me. I'll take the, uh, I guess I'll take the stripper. She's got some dog in her. All right. Maybe literally like bestiality. Ooh. No, no. That, that, that might be like a top 10 OnlyFans type material though. No, and he's a, he's sick fucks out there these days. The OnlyFans thing is weird. Like, I always fuck around on TikTok and I just scroll around because TikTok's fucking hilarious. Uh, I always thought it was just dancing, but it's like the funniest thing ever. So I, I, I like scrolling through the TikTok. And like this thing will come on, there'll be like this average looking lady. And she'll be like, I'm top 0.01% of OnlyFans. And I'm like, this average looking chick's making like a million dollars a year? Like, what? I just, I don't, I don't it's, understand. It's the, inter- it's the interaction, bro. It's the interaction. That's is a, free. I don't get it. it. Even you can't. Like, you can't like. You can't. You can't have the interaction. They're they're just weirdos, bro. There's some weirdos out there. Interaction is the last thing I want. Yeah, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to know anything about you. <laughs> Let me get my business done and get the fuck out of here. <laughs> interaction is far down the list. <laughs> oh shit. Um, oh, Hank Damascus is coming for Vegas too, Wes. I mean, that's like a given, usually. Yeah. Whether it be fucking six hours or a couple of days. He's, he, he, he's going to be there, he said, because it's better. New Sean, you can come, even though uh, you don't really know my brother very well, but feel free. Can't. All right. Can't. It's March. Anyone know where we're going. All right. No. Ricky Tercios, Kevin, the TV dad. New Sean? Another terrible fight. Speaking of, uh, Ricky Tercios, the guy that lost to him, that's very bad. Ricky Tercios is very bad. Natividad is very bad as well. Uh, Tercios is probably a little bit better, so I'll pick him, but these are horrible fights to start this card. Yeah. Wes? Yeah, I think I think Tercios is one of those dudes that just does a lot of, like, unnecessary movements and, and just dumb shit. Um, it's a bunch of shit that doesn't look good to judges, though. It's, it's not like any kind of forward stuff where he's throwing punches. Um, I just don't think he's good, man. And he's he's a fave against our boy Felice Navidad here. I know he's not great, but he's fought like the way better competition at this point. And I just I don't think he's too bad. Um, I'm probably going to put a little bet on him. Uh, I just can't see Ricky Tercios being a fucking a fave to any dude on the UFC roster. So 
if I do it, it's a small bet, but uh, definitely a pick on our boy uh, Felice Navidad here. Yeah, same kind of thought process. The other fight, I, I don't, I don't blame fading Rick Tercios here. He's, he's not very good, but I've kind of learned my lesson on the TV dot. He's coming out of LFA. I think, I think we had some higher hopes for this yeah, guy. I know I, I bet him in his debut uh, versus versus Miles Johns, and I, I thought he would bring something there. He didn't. He got knocked out quick in his next fight, and I, I thought his striking would carry over a little bit more, but it hasn't. Tercios is really bad. I think this is going to be him trying to get some takedowns uh, as, as well. I don't know if he can get him. If this fight stays in the feet, then I, I do think that TV dot has a has a decent chance here. Tercios is so fucking sloppy with his striking, but I, I can't trust the TV dot here. So it is going to be a pass. Let's now move to the bandwagon division. As we have Vince Morales taking on Miles Johns, new show. It's interesting to see like all these fighters have fought like other fighters on this card, or it's yeah, they're just trying. It used to, used to happen like that a lot, like back in the day, like because they all got kind of their fight scheduled in those kind of yeah. three months or so. We used to see that a whole lot more. We we did. Um, the funny thing is, all these guys are terrible. Yeah, so these are all bums that are fighting each other. <laughs> the opposite of their grand prix. Yeah, yeah <laughs> like, city guys. <laughs> I, I, I think I think Miles Johns wins here. You probably can get some takedowns. Uh, Morales' <laughs> takedown defense isn't great, um, but coming off that that finish, I didn't think he looked great there against a guy that's not the greatest. So. No bet here, but I think Johns has got uh, enough to get to get the win. Wes, yeah, I just think Miles Johns is just the the little better, the the slightly better guy here, just everywhere. Uh, if this gets to the mat, I think Johns is wrestling and, and grappling is a little bit better. Morales, um, Johns is it's got some decent length on the feet, uses it kind of well. Um, I just think he's a slightly better guy here. Um, the price feels a little low to me at, at like around minus 150 at some spots now. It's kind of feels like a more minus 220 kind of uh, price to me. Um, it's almost, I, I'll, I'll probably have to put a, a John's in something small. I was looking at the under as well. Um, I, I think these, I think these dudes could to get the brawl and then uh, John's he, he finishes a lot of dudes or he gets finished. So the under is uh plus money right now. I might look at that, but, I just feel like John's at like around minus 150. It's just a little short in the spot. I think he's slightly better everywhere than Morales. Yeah, I like John's here. Um, I was confused about this line. This seemed at least a minus 250 to me. Just kind of yeah. when I went in, usually what I'll do before I look at lines, because I don't look ahead very often on betting lines. I'll look at the card. I'll kind of put in my head what I think lines are going to be, and then I'll jump over. And this is one of the ones that kind of stuck out to me. John's is, I think he's the cleaner boxer. Uh, I think when you throw kicks in, it can get a little interesting Vince Morales with his length and stuff like that. But I think Miles Johns definitely has the cleaner boxing. But I, I think it's also the grappling. I think if anyone's going to be able to get this fight to the ground and work some takes on, I think it's Miles Johns. But I think he just has crisper striking uh, and a little bit better boxing. And I think he can lean on the takedowns if he needs them. So I do like Miles Johns a good bit. If it comes down a little bit further, um, I might play this straight. But as of now, I'm probably going to be throwing this in a parlay with someone else. All right. Women's flyaway, Jennifer Maya, Marnie Morose, armbar from guard, new Sean. 
possible. I don't know if that'll happen because it can always happen. It can always it, it can always happen. <laughs> the, the problem here is I think the, the the lady that's more likely to get the finish is probably going to have the better grappling and taking down the the other one. But it's women's MMA. She could always end up on bottom and then it's on bottom guard. It's it's definitely possible. Um, Rose's wrestling is is looked uh, pretty improved the last couple of fights. Training at at ATT. Um, I think she can get Jennifer Maya down, and then maybe we'll we'll see some classic armbar from guard somehow. Uh, I think regardless, Miraz is 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 going to win here. I just don't like laying close to two to one on lower level ladies. I get it. Are you going to Wes? <laughs> I mean, I I do like Miraz here as well. I I I think she should win this fight fairly easily, but. Man, it's it's just hard to lay minus one seventy five on in, in a chick fight. Uh, her inside the distance is like plus four hundred. So uh, if you think submission uh, six hundred, submission six, uh, that that's not horrible if you want something on this. But I, I think Mirage rolls here. I, I like her as a pick. I just I don't know if she gets a finish. I can't lay minus one seventy five. So it's probably just a pass. Yeah, same thought. I I'm not. I can't wait. This doesn't seem like the arm bar. The arm bar one. I don't. I don't like finishing this one at all. Uh, Maya's pretty tough. She's not. She's not easy to finish. And Morose is pretty sloppy. Um, I don't know how people are laying minus one seventy five or so on a Morose here. And I think Maya is a little bit washed. She's getting older, but she's she's tough. And Moraz is just not someone you could trust. So I will be passing on this one. But I'll be taking Morose. All right, next up, flyaway division, Charles Johnson, Zalgis, Zumulugov. New Sean. It was a tough watch from uh, old Charles Johnson last time out. Just can, could not get the Mukaev off of him. Um, I it guess dude, that's kind it of a... Wild. It dude's wild, though. He's, yeah, he's... It's, 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 I think that's a credit to just Mukaev's uh, stickiness and just being able to hold on to people and, and just get it grappling. Um I think Johnson did a pretty good job, all things considered. Uh, he, he did fight the takedowns for a long, long time, and there's a lot of guys that wouldn't have got that far. Maybe I'm giving him too much credit in, in a loss where he kind of got dominated, but I just, from what we've seen with him on the, on the regional scene, the guy has got skills, and in this fight, I don't think he's going to have to worry about getting taken down a million times. Uh, I think he kind of tunes up uh, Zumagulov, so... Um, I put Johnson in a one-unit parlay. Wes, yeah, I don't, I don't think you're giving him too much credit, like at it's all. It's just tough because sometimes we do that. Guys look good in a loss, and we're like, oh, okay, and then the next time out, and then he just isn't, isn't what he is. That but, happened but, recently, one big time. Who was it? What that's am I thinking? A of? couple times. Oh, it was yeah. a small guy recently who fought, who fought yeah, really tough. We all bet him. Yeah, we all bet. Yeah. I can't. It was remember a little guy. Who was it? it was a, I think it was a flyweight. You know what I'm talking about? I I remember Dude, I us remember. doing it. I can't remember yeah. the guy though. Yeah. He it lost like three straight. I think I'll with uh, I think with Johnson though, you have some really good previous stuff before that yeah. also to where he's fighting some of the better dudes down on the regional scene and he's sparking them. Um, I don't think he's going to have to worry about getting taken down here against uh, Zuma Gulov. And uh, I think he's going to piece him up on the feet. Zuma Gulov is just, he's getting a little older. Um, 
he hasn't looked great recently. He's in these tough fights against uh, just bad dudes. I know he fought Cape, got stopped. So I think this this line just seems low to me, man. Like minus one fifty five, I seems really low to me. I, I like Johnson quite a bit in this spot at that price. I'm gonna watch the line and see if it comes down for a straight bet, but. Um, there is a you know a, a couple pieces on this card that you could you could put him with them. I'll I'm sure I'll talk about a couple of them later, but I I like Johnson quite a bit in this spot. Now I gotta figure out who I'm thinking of. Someone help me. I Can can't remember. Can't do it. My memory's fucking horrible nowadays. I'm old. That's and great, I... but I'm bad with names. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. uh, I, like, I like Charles Johnson here a good bit. Uh, Zuma Gulov is not good. He's not good at all. I think some people thought he was better than he was kind of coming in. All this guy does is lose. He just loses. And, you know, even someone like Jeff Molina, who I know he's undefeated in the UFC, he's trash. That guy is garbage can. Uh, he's He is not good, so please don't credit that as a good win. Uh, so, yeah, I like Charles Johnson here. I'll be taking him in a parlay. Now I got to – hold on. I lost my place. I've been – Frantically searching for what I was talking about. God, was it? Not going to happen, Lance. I know. I'm never going to think about it. All right, let's move to the main card. Welterweight is Jack Della Maralena versus Danny Roberts. New Sean. This should be destruction. madalena has got very good striking. Uh, Danny Oh Chocolate is uh, chinny. <laughs> I know he hasn't really got dropped much lately, but that chin, he seems to get rocked in almost every every fight. Um, so I really expect Madalena just put it on him. Uh, Roberts doesn't have amazing wrestling, so I, I think Madalena will be able to stuff it, and then it's very bad news. So I uh, I chalked it up. I uh, I put Madalena with Johnson plus one hundred three for a unit. I also put Madalena with Umar Nurmagomedov and Bellator. Those are just two absolute chalky picks. It's minus two hundred two, but I played it to to win a unit. And then I put him in one more parlay in the main event. Quest? Yeah, Sean's got to you can't you can't like sneak in those fucking English accident shit on me. Uh I I think uh I think old Jack Della is going to fucking smoke Danny Roberts. Absolutely smoking. This dude's good. Like I I think this dude's really good. This, this is going to be a decent test for him. Like Danny Roberts is no no bum, I just think uh, this guy's that good. Um, I uh, I did already put him with uh, with Johnson. I did that earlier. I forgot about that. Um, I think this is about the safest spot on this card. I know that price is getting a little out of hand now, but I think he I think he smokes Danny Roberts. Uh, him him by KO is like minus one seventy five inside the distance around minus two hundred. So. I just I think he gets Roberts out of there. Same, yeah. I'll, I have this one uh, earmarked as a, a parlay as well. I was looking at uh, Johns and Madalena, something like that to get the Johns price down. If it doesn't, it doesn't go down in itself. Um, I think this is a, an easy one for him. I don't think Danny Roberts is going to have much for him. I think this is kind of a setup fight in the main card to kind of take him to the next level. And I think he's he's there. I think after this fight, it's time for a, a pretty good step up for him. The kid looks like he's got the goods and. We'll see. All right. Well, the division, Andre Philo versus Muslim Salikov. You, Sean. 
I think Fialo is a fraud. Um, I, after that Pereira fight, I faded him against Baeza, lost that. Threw a dart on Van Camp, of course, lost that because Van Camp is absolutely atrocious. Maybe and you're for some fraud. reason. <laughs> and then for some reason, I didn't tail like bet Matthews like you guys did in in that fight. I was like, eh, I, I kind of want. I don't. I don't like Matthews. I want some more plus money. It wasn't really there. And then, of course, he gets smashed. Um, I just, like, against a very clean striker in Salikov, I think you're going to see a pretty big difference. Uh, Fialo's got big power, and he could crack Salikov. But uh, when it comes to clean striking, I think it's going to be Salikov landing much more. And... I mean, I know, I know he got knocked out by Zhang Lang last time out. Zhang Lang looked unreal in, in, that, in that fight, and we know he's got big power. Fialo has good power too, but I just think Talikov's the better overall striker. He's going to be cleaner, and, and hopefully he can dodge that, uh, that knockout, and then Fialo's going to gas. Uh, so I took Salikov at minus 110 for a unit. Plus... Yeah, Salikov is 38 fucking years old at this point. Mm-hmm. It's pretty wild. Um, Not ideal. Yeah, look, I mean, Jake Matthews looked like fucking prime fucking Manny Pacquiao out there last time uh, against uh, our boy uh, Fial here. Um, I just think Salikov is getting old, man, and Jangalang made him look really old. Like, Sean's right with, like, Dude's always been a clean striker, but he looks slower. Those spinning kicks and shit looked real slow. And Jangalang ate him up. I, I think I think Fihau can do the same thing here. And I, I just think uh Fihau hits like a like a truck. Um I think he's gonna be able to connect a couple and I think uh one is gonna gonna spark Salikov. Um I, I do like a bet on Fihau here. I really like the under. Um, like, feel how he 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 do or dies, man. Period. Yeah. Like, he's either knocking you out or he's going out on his shield in the second. I think that that under two and a half is like minus one thirty at one spot. I think it's Caesars right now. It's not widely released yet everywhere, but I'll definitely be on that under. Um, and I like Philly out here. Uh, I think he, uh, I think he gets Salikov out of there. I think Salikov's just getting old, getting slow. Uh, the younger dude hits a little bit harder. He's going to win this fight. Yeah, I like, I like feel out here. I think he's, I think he's made a little too fast. I think Salikov is. I mean, he's 38 and he looks it. He's, he's lost the. I don't think he was ever the fastest striker, but he's, he's lost some of that speed. He just looks slow to get his hands up. He looks slow with the punches. And with Philo, he's going to get in your fucking face. He is going to get in your face and he's going to throw. I don't think Solikov has the chin at his age, and I don't think he has the speed to contend in the pocket. And I just think it, at basically a pick on price. I think Philo is kind of a, a must bet for me here. So I do like Andre Philo, and I did talk to my Jew friend before the show. Munich. So this is Munich. Um, after last week's loss, it moves to one thousand sixty-two and three. So Munich is stays hot. Munich stays hot. All right, let's move on now to awful heavyweight Chase Sherman. So Waldo Ortez Acosta. 
New Sean. We already broke down this fight three weeks ago, so I'm not really going to talk too much. I, I took the over one and a half in that one. Uh, I got over one and a half, minus 125 for a unit. This is going to get sloppy. I think Sherman can survive the, the first seven and a half minutes, and then who knows what happens. Uh, I'll probably still pick uh, Acosta. Let's... Yeah, this is this is an over written all over it. They, these are dudes are gonna get sloppy. This Waldo cat is is fucking horrible too. I mean, he couldn't couldn't finish shit. Um, I kind of lean Sherman in this fight. Um, I'll probably pick Sherman in, in a pick, but I, I'm there's no way I want any money on a side in this fight. But I I think this gets really slow and sloppy fast, and I like the over. Yeah, I think Waldo can get a takedown here on old Sherman and kind of just lay on top of him, take a quick nap, maybe finish him. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Sher- Sherman doesn't beat a lot of guys. Like, you got to be like a next level ton of shit to lose to Chase Sherman. And I don't think I don't think Waldo is is good or anything, but he's better than what Sherman usually beats. And I think on the feet, he can kind of do what he wants and survive. I think he's the better striker. I think he's got to watch out just for the power of Sherman. And I think he can get this fight to the ground and beat him up on the ground. We've seen when people take Sherman down, that's kind of, that's kind of a wrap here. And what's the price that it was pretty, pretty low considering it was a chase Sherman fight minus one ninety. That actually seems pretty low to me uh, for a guy who can even think about shooting a takedown versus chase, chase Sherman. So I actually kind of like Waldo here. Um, I, I, Bet him in his last fight. I might, I might bet him again. I might throw him in a little parlay. I don't know. Uh, I don't hate Waldo here. I mean, if you just faded Chase Sherman every fight of his life, you'd be looking pretty good. You, you remember Waldo's last fight? It just happened not long ago. He won oh, all three rounds. Man, he looked first, He looked bad though, bro. He, he won. He won all three rounds. Again, looking like looking fucking rough against. The old Van Dara man, like, whew. hey, got it whew. done. Hey, well, all, all three rounds, right? It's all, all that matters. All that matters. I was having trouble finding another another piece to this other parlay I liked with old Charles man. Johnson. It's not definite yet, but Lena Waldo here. All right, let's move up. Co-main event: Ian Gulaba versus Kenny Nunchucks. New Sean. Yeah, cute labia's had kind of a rough stretch. Uh, a little bit. <laughs> getting getting ch- <laughs> choked out by Johnny Walker and Ryan Spann back-to-back. Nailed that one, though. That's that's a tough one. Um, in this matchup, like, I think this is going to be a, a decently close fight. Like, I think cute labia can get some takedowns. Uh, he's kind of turned into a bit of a grappler, even though he got choked out twice in the last two fights. Um but Kenny Nunchucks has not fought any or barely any people with any sense of grappling. So uh, I know he has high takedown defense, but that doesn't really mean shit when you don't really fight anybody that's good when it comes to the grappling portion. Uh, and on the feet, Culebi has got some power. So plus 150, I had to take a shot um, just for a unit. I think, uh, man, he can catch him on the feet or he could he can implement a, a grappling game and get Kenny Nunchucks tired. So he's got some pass here. Wes? Yeah, I, I think that uh, I think that the OQ lady is going to get takedowns here, and he's going to drop hammers on fucking Kenny Nunchucks, and that's what's going to happen. And 
that's what I hope happens. Like I, I think cute labia can bang and stuff on the feet, but I, I think that's his that's gonna be his, his his hardest path to victory is standing on the feet with a dude that's really long and uh can use his reach well. Um but Kenny Nunchucks it he couldn't fucking stop Lance's takedown. Cute Labia's got some really good takedowns. Insane ground and pound. Uh, so yeah, I, I think he can uh, he can get takedowns here. He can uh, get some ground and pound. And I haven't haven't checked if uh, this is right because I'm not signing into my shit. But on this fight odds, it's got Cute Labia by TKO plus four hundred at Bet Online. That's stupid. Like that that is. That like that's that's madness. Like Hugh Labia by TKO plus four hundred against King. Like that's that's probably how he wins if he wins. I'll take some plus one fifty, but I'm I'm absolutely going to take some of that plus four hundred on Hugh Labia TKO. I like uh, I like him here. I, I like Hugh Labia uh, a good bit here. I, I think uh, on the on the feet, I think he's the much harder striker. A lot more power. He's definitely. He creates more fear into his opponents. Kenny Nunchucks is he, – he's a long guy who doesn't really seem to know how to fight. He's got that tall guy defense. He's been trying to learn how to wrestle lately. I don't know. Remember we talked earlier about that guy that got absolutely murdered the other day? Didn't Kenny Nunchucks lose to that fella? Right? What was his name? The guy that fought the other day. Uh, uh, oh, Nigger. Nikolai. Uh, Nikolai Nigger. Nigger. Yeah. Oh yeah, and, yeah. and little little Nicky Negreanu. Yeah. Like that was this year that dude beat him, and then he also lost to the unhung. I mean, a man with his stature and skin color losing to the unhung. Not good. That ain't right. So Kudalabia seems like just a must play here. What what is it at? Like plus one thirty five. Plus one fifty. Plus one fifty. Plus one fifty five. That, that is that is an awful. Awful. You gotta, sometimes you got to throw hog analysis out the window. Just go with the smart play. I would not be surprised if he's taking Ken, Kenny Nunchucks down here early and just beat no. the shit out of him on the ground oh, yeah. as well. I that's think what's going to happen. That, I, think that is... gonna, I think he's going to pick up that stupid tall motherfucker and throw him on his head and beat him up. So that will be the consensus bet of the week. Cute labia, a plus 150 now. So that is a play. That is probably my favorite bet on the card. To tell you the truth, uh, I really like it. That line doesn't make any sense to me. Speaking of hogs, we move <laughs> to the main event. Heavyweight division. Derek the Black Beast, the originator of the hog, Derek Lewis, taking on Sergey Spivak. You, Sean? I just assume your favorite bet would be on this fight, but uh, I, I guess not. What's Sergey ranked? <laughs> what are you ranked? You you want to actually know what he's, he's ranked? He's top five, right? Is, is he? he ranked? He's right is there. He? He's right there. He is number. No, he's not. He is number twelve. What? Twelve. What? Somehow Black he is ranked. Ever 12. lost somebody? Is he ever lost to somebody ranked? Uh, I mean, he lost to Pavlovich. He was not ranked in the top five. <laughs> right. Well, you know what is what is Pavlovich's rank? He is five now. Five. What is tied to Ivasa? What is tied to yeah, was ranked like twelfth when they fought, but now he's four. Well, yeah, when you beat him, four. huh? What is when you beat? Rank? 
You're changing the fucking yeah, rules. It no. was top five before the fights, before, not after the fights. Of after the he loses, top five. Do he has only lost the top five guys? Now, when he <sighs> loses, maybe maybe we didn't Stop. know they were top five. Sergey Spivak is clearly not going to be top five. Either he is, beats them or not, he is going to be top five, and he is going to be. He's going to jump Sergey or Tuivasa or Blades or Stipe or Gone. No, he's not top five. You can't get there. He's, the he's, he's I, regardless, he's going to beat the Black Beast. Uh, the luck has run out. Uh, Spivak is going to be able to take him down and smash him on the ground. Um, it's heavyweight. It's Black Beast. Shit can get landed. That is always the case. Uh, that's why I'm not going big on it. I just have one unit uh, on Spivak and Madalena together at minus 112. Yeah, a unit. Um, I, I, think, I think the luck has ran out. Black Beast is being a little more chinny than uh, than what he used to be. And, that, was, uh, that was a pathetic, disgusting, awful. It was. It was. Don't put yourself in that. You realize yes. how? Yes, you that was re- an awful performance. You realize how mad this man is right now after that performance in front of his he hometown. Don't care. He doesn't care. This dude bro. shows up for yeah. a paycheck. Yeah. Lance. that he was a bottom five performance or performance. You got it. Bottom five stoppage. That was such a bad stoppage. I had I had no words. It, this is a he dead was fucking man walking. It was bad, Dunsky. but he was about to get hammered. He was about to get murdered. He was about to grab that single leg and work no. on some of that D one wrestling. Fuck out of here. <laughs> what do you got, Wes? Yeah, look, uh, it, it it's still always Black Beast and shit can happen. But I I just think Sean's right. Like he's getting old, man. This guy shows up for a check at this point. Like, I don't think Derek Lewis really gave a fuck about this shit much anyway, just to cash checks. Um, he really seems like he's in that that mode now. Um, I think Spivak is going to get takedowns there. Like, Derek Lewis has never been able to stop a takedown anyway, even when he was fucking on his shit. He just now doesn't get up from him. He used to get up from him and knock you out. Now he just doesn't. I think he gets taken down. He never think, even fell down. <laughs> well, I mean that that that's even worse though. Is now you, dude, you're staying on the feet when he been prolonged he fucking instances. But he was getting he was, hit like he he's was getting not fine. He was close. about to get. And I mean, like, is there like I rank him way up there with dudes who hate getting fucking hit? Like that dude will turn his back and shit. Like he's getting hit. What are you, a madman? He's gonna get he's gonna get taken down here, and Spivak's gonna stop. I look outside of all the Derek Lewis stuff. I think Spivak's good. I think that guy's turned yep. into a really good heavyweight fighter. Um, I think he can get a takedown here, and he's gonna he's gonna drop shit on Derek Lewis, and Derek Lewis is gonna get out of there. Like Derek Lewis is a smart dude too. I give him that. He ain't gonna take a bunch of bullshit. He's gonna get out of there. Um, I like Spivak. Uh, like him for a parlay piece. I like Steve, uh, Spivak by TKO as well. I think that's like plus 165. So, uh, yeah. Spivak is defeated versus ranked opponents. Never beat one. He faced three of them. Nope. 0-3. Sucks. His best win ever, Greg Hardy. Greg Hardy's his best win ever. Is that, is that he's his best? That's his best win? This is Derek fucking Lewis. And how can people... Who created hog analysis? Pick hog a man, analysis before Derek Lewis. 
pick a man so white they call him the polar bear <laughs> versus a man named the black beast this is legit the blackest dude in the ufc versus the whitest guy in the ufc and you're giving me plus 200 on inside the distance this is a must bet you're betting that every time, regardless. And then he could be fighting a purple fucking alien. You're betting Derek Lewis inside he plus two hundred every time. What do, you, what do you think I'm up betting Derek Lewis inside the distance? A lot, a million a dollars. I would, I would be, I would keep betting it too. I don't. I, it's I don't slowly disagree. dwindling after the yeah. Tuivasa and it the. It doesn't fucking... dwindle that much when you're betting dogs. I mean, fuck! How much did I win off the Curtis Blades knockout? Right there, that was like. Fuck, was it plus 400? Plus, I'm plus trying to get some of mine back. I'm trying to get some of mine back now. Yeah. You're going the yeah, wrong we, we direction. <laughs> hey, I Cash. hit a Derek Lewis fight not long ago. I think it's I think last it win. I think yeah, I hit, I hit Derek Lewis in that fight. I mean, that fight wasn't even a year ago. You guys are acting like this man quit and he doesn't give a shit and all this stuff. The Tai Tuivasa fight, he fought his fucking ass off and he, he lost. He lost the fight. He hurt Ty. He, he lost the fight. And then it was a bad stoppage in 30 seconds versus Sergey. Derek Lewis, yeah, I don't think he's I don't think he has championship, you know, mentality anymore. No, he doesn't. This man wants to kill people. He wants to hurt him. He wants to knock him out. And I think he, I don't know. There's something about some guys also freeze up when they fight a guy like Derek Lewis. Spivak has never fought someone like Derek Lewis who can hit like that, who has his credentials. This is the biggest fight of Spivak's fight life. This is the least biggest fight of Derek Lewis's life. Sometimes a guy looks across the octagon and sees Derek Lewis and says, fuck, this sucks. Chris Dawkins, that guy in shit his pants just looking at the Black Beast. And we saw what happened. Plus 200, I'm taking it. Spivak, back of the line, maybe hit a tanning bed, do what you got to do. But that'll do it for this <laughs> week. We really appreciate everyone listening. Brad should be back next week. He's visiting Boston College. I believe he's going to get his master's um, in – psychology i don't know i think that's what people do i think they get masters in psychology and then they make like you know twenty eight thousand dollars a year being a <laughs> school teacher i think that's something that people do so he'll be back next week we really appreciate everyone listening and we do have a card next oh we off next week uh so thompson holland's on december 3rd so yeah we do have a week off so we will see we you will not time. see you next week everyone have a great thanksgiving World Cup starts on Sunday. Please watch the World Cup. It is the greatest sporting event that you can ever watch. Happens every four years. I know if you're an American, you probably don't. Maybe skip some of the U.S. games. It's not going to go great. But the World Cup is an event. You cannot beat it. It's as good as it gets. It starts Sunday. So watch the World Cup. We appreciate you guys, and we'll see you in a few weeks.